Don't you dare change that channel. It's time to listen to Follow That Flannel. And we're back. Hello. Hi, it's Rosina. And Alessa. Let's follow that flannel. How you doing? Good. Um, I haven't seen you all weekend and today, so it's really a reunion. I know. We um, a lot to catch up on. Which like, we caught up on. I got a cold. I was sick. You have a dog now. Uh, temporarily. No, I do not have a dog now. Um... Yeah, that's what that was like my main update. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what are your updates? Uh, I've been puppy sitting and I love dogs. Everybody about this knows me. Everybody about this knows me. Everybody knows this about me. Um, <laughs> but it's a handful, man. And puppies in particular. I mean, this one, it's like up at three, up at six. You know, they just have to pee all the time. And he's such a little cuddle monster, which make, you know, makes up for all the nonsense we have to put up with. But it's. Mm. Too much. I'm like, we're like getting into mommy fights over him. <laughs> we like look at him. We're like, this is why your mommies are fighting because of you. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's rough. And I don't, yeah, cats much more. E- I think yeah, easier, easier. Would you say? Definitely easier. Easier, yeah. But I, I mean, I'm late to work all the time. So I'm like, stop! Don't lay like that. Oh, I have to give you CPR. <laughs> Jack, Lear, Elsie's dead. And I give Elsie the cat mouth mouth most mornings, and she lays on the floor upside down, like on her back. Next time you text me and are like running a little late, <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> can you cover her. my class? I'm gonna be like, no. stop giving Jack CPR. Elsie, get to work. Get off your cat. Get to work. Um, yeah. But that was my really my main update. Mm-hmm. Really shitty weather yesterday and today. Today's super windy. Mm-hmm. Crab flying all over the place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, global warming. Hashtag thanks Trump. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Everything that goes wrong is your fault. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trumpaloni. Mm-hmm. Um, Trumpaloni? I don't know. Whatever the nicknames people give him. I'm into it. Agent Orange. Agent Orange is good. Like That's that. a reference to the Grammys, everybody. Oh. Yeah, uh, we were talking about that before we got on air. I did not watch. I just saw like clips... So Lady Gaga sing with Metallica. That seemed pretty badass. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beyonce's performance she, she was amazing. Um, Adele, I'm gonna get like a lot of Adele pushback, but she's flat. She's flat a lot, and it's music. I, I love her singing, but I just I, my brother said it perfectly. I think she doesn't have an ear. Mm. Like she just can't like hear herself well, and mm. so it's like and and maybe it's just a curse of the Grammys because she had shit last year too, but. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I love her. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I actually want to like get drunk with Adele in a pub and sing show tunes. Like, I think that'd be Amazing. a dream come true. So be like Agreed. the carpool karaoke. Thing. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. drinking. Um, but you didn't watch the Grammys either, right? <clears throat> no, I didn't. I I've been interested in award season right now only because um, I'm just curious to see how political people are and like what their kind of like statements are and how they respond to this moment, which I really like. So it feels like collective and the arts are doing exactly what they're meant to do, but I don't really care that hard. Nobody's cared about the Grammys in a long time, everybody. <laughs> long time. There are no Oscars. <laughs> so um, I don't really care that hard. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh, I saw something yesterday, maybe on like an Instagram. I was like, did Beyonce do something pregnant? I was like, oh, I get it. Okay, got it. All right. She did, and she was yeah. like stunning, yeah. I thought. No, I was like, I'll watch it. I didn't even watch it today. It was a lot of classes today. Um, what else? Cold? My sister's over with a boyfriend. <clears throat> <laughs> Just to prove I have a cold. <laughs> I'm yeah. sick. That's it. And then I'm excited we have this. 
Yeah. Yeah, with our returning guest. Yeah, he was returning. Well, you've already spoken, so you can just say hi. I know. Was That that was one of the rules. I'm not supposed to talk, right? No, it's not but, a rule. It's just... Hi. I'm, we have a format. We try to follow, Dan. I know. <laughs> deviated. But right. you guys were talking about things, and I wanted to, like, weigh in, but not weigh in. Just kind of, like, you know, Validate. show that I was... Yeah, mm-hmm. present. Yeah. I was actively listening. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is Dan. <laughs> Dan is in my band. He's one of my backup singers. Hi. Slash, I guess in this last show you were one of my backup dancers as well. <laughs> I had some a moves. Soft shoe. I, I had a couple yeah. moves. Mm-hmm. With a little tap number. It was yeah. fun. Yeah. I wasn't really tapping. The drummer was doing tap sounds, and I was able to make a show with my feet, which was a lot of fun. And my friend Liz, after the show, was like, I'm obsessed with him. <laughs> Thank you, Liz. Shout out to Liz. You actually... Knew that, and I told you, but you were pretty drunk at the bar. I was very drunk at the bar. <laughs> I, I don't get to uh, stay out after the shows usually. I usually have to go mm-hmm. home right away because I'm working early the next morning. But now, with the new job I got, I have off Fridays. Oh. So we had a show, and I hung out. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. you guys saw me because you were there. Yeah. I hung out. Mm-hmm. I, I drank a lot and uh, talked okay. a lot. <laughs> And the next morning, I got a text that said, I am the most hungover. I was the, not getting out of bed, just the most hungover. Yeah. That's what I miss. Rock That's and exciting. roll. Rock and roll. And Liz was one of our guests who we right. phone, who phoned in about um, her documentary. Inc- no, it wasn't. It was not the incarcerated sexualities. It was, no, the, that um, was intimate um, partner violence. Yeah, violence. intimate partner violence. She had done a documentary about um, <clears throat> wow, women in jail for killing their husbands because they had like long and prolonged abuse. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I see this? Yeah, it's yeah. online. I would love to. It's called The Perfect Victim. Oh, my God. I'm obsessed that's, already. That's one of our hashtags. That oh. and Adele and the Grammys. <laughs> <laughs> I have something for the in the news that I'm going to like do later on. Okay. Okay. Sure. Do I? No. Um, I, sorry. I'm not here to mess up the format no. anymore. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. You're fine. No, <laughs> Just no. here to play. Um, do you want to say anything else? You're a musician. I'm a musician. I am, uh, along with singing with Alyssa, I have my own project called Stevie and the Lion. And we have an album coming out in April, which we're super excited about. And yeah, when I'm not doing that, I'm working at a hotel in New York City. Mm-hmm. Just living. Living yeah. the dream. Yeah, living the dream. And like, we'll get to topic soon, but like it came from that same drunken night of conversation that you guys were saying. That this yeah. came out of, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Talk about our bi-dysmorphia and... How did it even come up? I think we were just talking about the podcast, and then you had said this is going to be the new topic. Yeah, there's, or there's like, yeah, they were like doing a series on body image, self esteem, that sort of thing. And I'd be, I'm curious to hear about how people of different genders and sexual orientations and you know all the, yeah. the intersections of that, um, how we've developed it, and how, just like the nuances of it. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And I yeah, we just immediately started just gabbing about it, just, going, just oversharing, okay, yeah, just oversharing. <laughs> Yeah, my overshare was like also this thing I just said is like I realized one of the things because of my long-standing body dysmorphic identity, I think one of the reasons why I think I can and I can drink as much as I can is because I do see myself as much bigger. Well, I think that's something mm-hmm. that hopefully we'll talk about today yeah. is the pros and cons <laughs> because I do believe that there's probably some both that we you know with that comes along with having a warped body image, you know? And I think that that's something we can... Con, I see my body in negative ways when it shouldn't be. And pro, I can fucking take it down. Can I, I drink? Yes, it. I can. Yeah, hardcore. <laughs> my liver is screaming. And then sometimes I take a Tylenol for my headaches, and I'm like, oh, crap. I just fucked my liver over Again. triply. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do have a title. I think a title I'm going to pitch for this mm. this podcast, mm. No Fats, No Femmes. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Only because I do want to get into like queer or like 
cis gay male world stuff. That's just why. because That's that reason. carries I know that title, and I'm glad that you brought that up mm-hmm. already. Just because that is something that yeah. very much shapes um, me personally, mm-hmm. my own mm-hmm. dealing with body image and stuff. Because yeah. I am a, I will tell you this, all you listeners, I am a gay male. I identify as male. Mm-hmm. It's my gender. I know that's a question we ask. I identify as male, and uh, gay. Wait, we, we just asked that. I forgot oh, for gender pronoun. We or did. your gender pronoun. We gender pronoun. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I no, 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 talking I'm to so glad. you about your um, structure? Because <laughs> it's not my first rodeo. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a gay male. Right. Mm-hmm. I like dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, well, before we get into it, because we already are starting. Um, and by the way, the puppy is right behind us, so you might hear little yips and yaps, and or me being like, "Get down!" Mm-hmm. It's just <laughs> me. They're just yelling at me to behave. Don't yeah, worry about we're it. We're yelling guys. at Dan. Yeah, I get um, excited. But we had a game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have it here. I was very happy to work on it. So it's in the style of um, the recent, I don't know, Ellen and James Corden. Is that his name? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the dog's Oh, whining. there he is. Come um, here, bud. Come here. Like the, I don't know, karaoke off sort of thing. So I have some, so the, I have some lyrics of a song from the 90s. Awesome. Yeah. Love the 90s. 1990s, um, like top hitty type things. So it's not like, it. there's no like subgenre like boy bands or I can tell female you. artists. I can or, do that for you if you want. Oh. But um, I can tell that's you that. Not, I, I mean, let's just see. I think we're really good. We, okay. I mean, I don't want to jinx it. Now, sure. now we're not going to know anything. We're going to need clues. But right now, we're going to go with Clueless. No clues. Okay. Um, <laughs> Songs from the soundtrack of Clueless. <laughs> Can we start there? Because yeah. I know that Every answer is Monty Mighty Milestones. You can't just <laughs> guess that. You'll get, you'll get a point. Just guess it. Mighty Mighty Milestones. Mighty Mighty Milestones? <clears throat> One of them had Milestones. I even see the years, so let me show this Oh, wow. Great. All right. So you I'm ready? I'm so excited. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, and just belt it out. Great. You know Let's it. sing it. So this is from 1998. Okay. okay. You're a graduate high school. Great. Yep. Context. Oh, really? <clears throat> I was in seventh grade. I was just blooming. <laughs> Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> um, you need to give it up. Had about enough. It's not hard to see the boy is mine. Oh, the boy is uh, mine. The boy is mine. Just finish the lyrics, everybody. It's not guess the song. It's not hard to see. The boy is mine. Okay. You need to give it up. Had a bad enough. It's not hard to see. The boy is mine. But keep going. You didn't give me the next um, next couple lines. I don't. I know the song. I don't. Give know me the, the first word. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you seem to be confused. <laughs> He belongs to me. The boy is mine. That's Brandy and who? Monica. Monica, Monica, right. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, The other option I really wanted to do was uh, Two Princes. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. That's not 98, though. No, it's 91. Yeah. Yeah. Take me back. Yeah. My brother had the cassette tape of that, and Mm -hmm. I found it, and I was like, what is this amazing music? All right, let's do this. Anyway, the Spin Doctors, and why are they amazing? (laughs) All right, this one's from 1992. Okay. All right. <clears throat> and I don't understand why I sleep all day, and I start to complain that there is no, no rain. rain. Mm-hmm. 
All I can say is that my life is pretty plain. I like watching the puddles gather rain. Gather, not scatter. I did scatter. Oh, it's scatter. gather. You're good. Oh, See, she told me. All I can do is just pour some tea for two. I don't know. I'm combining. This one is also. Read a book to stay yeah. awake. Yeah. Read a book to stay awake. And it rips my life away. But it's a great escape. Right, the podcast over. Just keep saying escape. <laughs> Never get tired of that song. Mm-mm. Me that neither. Is a it's a great song. Yes, the it's video, a great song. All of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I remember being a little bee costume. Yeah. yeah. But I was ninety four. I don't know, like in junior high school, and going on vacation with my cousins, and we would sit in the lobby of the hotel because they had cable. We'd watch this. Mm. But then I remember going to the pool, and there were all these women, like just all to, uh, vacationing together. And my cousin called one of them a dyke. But she didn't know Jesus. what it was. The story took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. But she yeah. said, like, dyke. And the woman was like, you know, that's really, like, do you even know what that means? And she didn't know what it meant. But she right. just called this mm. collective of women, one of them a dyke. Mm. And then years later when I came out, or actually a couple years later, she's like, were you insulted when I called this woman dyke? So I was like, I didn't even know what that word was. <laughs> but, but, yeah. Anyway. Blind Melon. Yeah. Blind Melon. Dykes. Shannon Hoon. <laughs> Shannon Hoon. Dying. Are they like, too young? That's right. I think it was like Overdose? 24. He had heroin. Heroin. Ooh. No bueno. All right, no, next one. No. 1994. Mm, okay. Good year. Lovers that may cause you tears, go ahead, release your fears. Tears. Try to keep your head up to the sky. Something other cares than you. Others take a different view. You gotta be, you gotta be bad. You gotta be bold. You gotta be wiser. The line before that was stand up and be counted. Don't be ashamed, ashamed to cry. To cry. Mm-hmm. Ugh, love that song. Yeah, it's a great right. song. It reminds me of the real world. Yeah. It reminds me of the movie Paul with Paul Rudd and Jennifer Aniston. The object of my affection mm. because they the kids at the end. And he of plays the, a gay guy. Right? He plays a gay guy that has a kid with her. Yeah. And then the, that's what they, the kid sings at the end of the show. They mm-hmm. sing that. Mm-hmm. All I know, all I know, love will save the day. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Yeah, girl. Dan is my musical soulmate. <laughs> it's so I true. Know, it's true. Yeah. Like, if we weren't in a band together, we would be in a band together. Like, there's just <laughs> nothing else. If we ever do karaoke together... People it. are gonna rip. They're gonna be like, "Get off the stage, please!" They yeah. are. We went up there for a half hour. That's what people say when uh, we've talked about my friend Pam yeah. when, when we've done karaoke before. People yeah. have said, "There's the king and the queen of the prom. Get off!" Like people get upset. <laughs> so I, I, that's what we would get. And even when you get off, they're like heckling you. The oh next yeah, karaoke yeah. Person. <laughs> oh, now they're done. Oh, <laughs> they get really upset. Yeah. Sorry, I love karaoke. <laughs> All right, um, this one. I don't know. Let's just do this other one. I'm so ready. Let's do it. I'm so ready. I'm so ready. We don't even really... Stop doing We're not even in competition. We're, we're just, not. We're, yeah, we're just helping each other and singing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this, I can't Ooh, wait. A curveball, even for what's Yeah. yeah. I, right. I surprised myself. You did. You, <laughs> you just surprised oh. yourself. I love that. Look okay. what I did. 1996. Okay. Yes. I went to the wall with my cousin so she could buy this on tape. I thought that was the lyric. I was like, I am not... I went to the mountain. I went to the Shut up. We went to the wall. The wall? So it was like a record music store? The great thing about the wall was they gave you a sticker Mm -hmm. and you could put the sticker on the CD and if anything happened to that CD, you just bring it right back to the wall. Until they shut down. Where was it? Until they shut down. I don't know if it was just in New York City. Any mall. No, no, no. We had them in Jersey. 
Ah. The wall. It was just like an yeah. FYE, Sam Goody, yeah. Sun Coast. Yes, yeah. any of those. Oh, and those were, I love those stores. I know yeah. all the other names, but not yeah. The Wall. The yeah. Wall, yeah. yeah. Um, so the, the one wall. is, take back that sad word. Take, that, take back that sad word goodbye. goodbye. Bring back the joy to my, my life. life. Don't leave me here. Don't leave me here. Don't leave me in all this pain. Don't leave me out in the rain. Oh, she had Tony Braxton. Come yeah. back and bring back the smell. Come and kiss my tears away. <laughs> I love that you're doing your Braxton impression. Do all my now. Life is so unkind. <laughs> Life is so cruel without you here beside me. One break my heart. There's the part I know. Must be. Say you love me again. That's it. Sorry. Yeah. I just did the whole thing. Yeah. I just really love that song. She was such a good singer. Mm-hmm. Still is. She's not no, dead. She's not dead. She's not dead. Um, <laughs> she's, I have two more. She's not doing anything anymore. <laughs> she's do you want me to do both more? Yeah. Yeah. All right. of them. Uh, this Ten one more. is... <laughs> this is the entire podcast. I thought this was it. Right, I came yeah. for this. Yeah. Um, it's a cool place and they say it gets colder. Do You're bummed do do out now. Wait till you get older. But the di- but the mirror man says the differ. Judging by the hole in the satellite picture, the ice we skate is getting pretty thin. The water's getting warm, so you might as well swim. The world's on fire. How about yours? That's the way I like it, and I never get bored. Hey now, you're an all-star. Get your game on. Go play. Hey Smash now, mouth. you're yeah. a rock star. Get the that show song, on. I feel like I gave it you gets two more things. I gave you two in case you like mess up. One of I gave you like another. I had a different area. Oh, okay. <laughs> but no need. I no feel need like all-star gets more play from Smash Mouth. But uh, walking on the sun is such a good song. It is a good song. They're walking. It is. Might as well be walking on the sun. That was their first hit, and I think it's a great song. All Stars fine, but it was just clearly yeah. all like all catchier. The That's same, the yeah. Thing. All Stars, but it got used hooky, in hooky, all hooky. the sporting events. Oh, yeah, too, so. Why didn't they in get movies. in Shrek too? Right? No, it was made. Oh, from, it was in Shrek, but they also it was did made a cover. From the Mystery Men soundtrack is what it was made oh, for. Oh, I actually wanted to go see Mystery Men movies. I never saw it. Janine Grafalo. I was gonna say, love her. Like she would make me want to revisit it. I never saw it. But for Shrek, they did a cover of "Then I Saw Her Face." Now I'm a believer. Which is the monkeys, but monkeys. It's actually Neil Diamond wrote that song. Hmm. How about that? How nice. about it? Neil Diamond. Neil you learned Diamond. a lot of things on this podcast, mm-hmm. not just like one thing, but I love Neil Diamond. <laughs> if I yeah. could go see Neil Diamond in concert, coming to America. Uh, coming yeah. to America. Uh, she got the way to move me, Jerry. She got the way to move me, Jerry, baby. She got the way to move me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. Okay. Last one. Yeah. <laughs> Last one? This one was a recommendation for a friend when I told them that I was doing, like, I was listening to, like, the Cardigans earlier, preparing some things. Awesome. Um, What's the name of that song again? Because everybody should know or remember this song. Erase. Cardigans. Erase and Rewind. Oh, yeah. Erase and Rewind. Mm-hmm. So good. It's such yeah. a good song. Just all the Cardigans. Get into it. All right. So this is 94. <laughs> 94? Yeah, it's a boy group. Don't give us clues I like know, that. We're I so know. good. We're so, we don't need that. Have you ever loved someone so much you thought you'd die? <clears throat> Giving so much of yourself, it seems the only way. Tell me what you want and I will give it to you. Is it like... PM Dawn. I was gonna say <laughs> when you say boy band, is it like Westlife, like a random one, or is it like it's all so for one? So for real, oh, I don't know that. garbage. I don't know. All right, all right, racists. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not. It's just you said boy band, and it's so for real. All right, so <laughs> sorry. Because <clears throat> those, because uh, you are, 
my love, do you ever dream of candy? Candy, golden raindrops. You're the same, mm-hmm. my candy rain. Yeah. rain. I yeah. don't know that song. Great song. It's I, a great song. Yeah. I played do it. you have another song? Yeah. Oh, I know that song. Okay. Uh, really? Even when we do it, no, you don't. So. I do. I swear yeah. to God. Yeah. Uh, I rewatched that song a couple times to get to the right place. Yeah. For the, for the lyrics, and the girls started singing it during lunch. Um, they're in my room. <laughs> That's awesome. Right on. Yeah. Um, speaking of PM Dawn, though. Yes. So Let's good. talk about PM, PM Dawn. Dawn. They sang, Die Without You. So good. Oh, I apologize for all the things I've done. Now I'm on the water and I'm drowning. It's a good, like, I'm laying by the pool. I'm going to listen to PM Dawn. You know PM Dawn. They were on, like, every real world. Baby, you send me da 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 Oh, shut up. I just be on the pool. I'm laying on the diving board. I'm getting a tan, and I'm listening to PM Dawn. Like, I'm Brenda on 90210. <laughs> yes. Brenda. God, shoot me. No. Brenda's my girl. That's... No way. Kelly's way better. No, I was Brenda. <laughs> Kelly's All the way. Kelly, um... This totally feeds into my body dysmorphia, by the way, because I really believed I did look like Brenda Walsh, but I don't. What was <laughs> Kelly's last name? Ka- uh, oh, I said Not, Kapowski. not Kapowski. Kelly... Ma- Martin? Kelly... Kelly Martin graduates. That's Donna. <laughs> Donna Martin. <laughs> All right. So Kelly is... <laughs> Fine. We figured it out. We figured it out. What is it? Because she marries David, so then I know her sister's name is Silver, because that's David's last name. Kelly from nine zero two one zero. Oh my gosh! What is her last name? Kelly. So glad this is a way we could figure out these answers. Kelly Taylor. Kelly Taylor, of course. Um. Anyway, we kind of talked about um, body image has been like an ongoing. Mm Topic, it's very vast. It's one of the things I find most difficult to teach because of it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's so um, individual. And I, the way I the, I always talk about it when I talk about it, like individuality is like, it's also day-to-day, hour-to-hour. I can wake up and be like, okay, <laughs> I look good today. I look good mm-hmm. today. And an hour later, be like, oh my God, I'm such a fat pig. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting. And it, it not just intersects in our time and our age mm-hmm. and all these things, but also just like, what we experience day to day, our orientations, our genders, mm-hmm. our everything, mm-hmm. right? So uh, I know it's been like a big topic for Wazina to be like, let's bring on like all these different ideas about what body image is. So when you guys started talking about it, you had this like whole like homosexual, like male perspective around it. A slant. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That was how, yeah. because that's who I am. So that was how I'm, mm-hmm. I come at it. Right. So that was how we kind of started mm-hmm. talking about it. Um, it's interesting with homosexuals because we, you know, we're a community that really kind of prided itself on um, the labels that we kind of came up with, and we kind of chose the animal kingdom to kind of <laughs> describe ourselves. Mm-hmm. And my thing was, I didn't really fit into a neat category, right? I'm a kind of a bigger guy. Um, I, I do have a body hair and a beard. So mm-hmm. you would look at me, and describing those things, you would say, like, bear. Or cub, you're like petite. And there we go. Mm-hmm. Because I'm a smaller build, mm-hmm. but not smaller because, well, hello, that's where the body dysmorphia mm-hmm. comes in. I think yeah. I'm a larger person. I think I'm, I'm big. Yeah. So um, I would kind of classify myself as 
there. Mm-hmm. But then talking to other people, you kind of get a feel that, oh, that's not how I'm perceived. And that's the biggest thing not about this right. is it's, <laughs> it's about perception versus reality. Right. And that's the hardest thing because, like you said, it is hour to hour. It is person to person. It's perception. Right. Mm. So it's what you right. see. So how can someone talk you and how out people, of that? Or people's like ideas and society's ideas influence what you actually see, right? Like how yeah. you interpret your Exactly. Own so I was seeing those things as like, well, I'm not a bear, so what am I? And then, you know, um, Otter kind of came up. And that was kind of like someone who has the attributes of a bear, but is slender, a little more right. slim. Does it have to do with like also like gender expressions? Like someone, like bears to me are like have more of this like, Butch, more like hyper masculinity. Absolutely. Are otters slightly more like slightly feminine, like slightly less? I don't um, even think so. I don't think. I I don't think so. I think. uh, And of course, I could be wrong. Let's preface that I am not the spokesperson for. No, but that's why we have individual guests. Exactly, (laughs) which I love. Which I love. Um, But no, I think that's kind of where I came. uh, To terms. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But but with the cub label, you know. that does, not that I love subscribing to any label, however, this one I do mm-hmm. um, have an affection for. I do feel like I am cubbish. So meaning mm. to me, that's kind of like a youthful thing, right? There's right. something yeah. about me that I think I'm going to be 40, I think I'm going to be 50, and I'm still probably going to be called a cub. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason that is, yeah. I think it's because, you know, I'm not above 5'8". I'm 5'9", let's be generous. Right? Maybe I'm 5'9". <laughs> but I'm a certain height, you know? Yeah. Um I do have a youthful thing about me, whatever that is, and not to say effeminate, but yeah. it's not hyper-masculine, is it? Right. right. So I think those things are the th- are what helps me put myself into a category. Mm-hmm. Um, easier. It's not, but, you know, mm. we. I just, I just keep going back to the feeling guilty about being part of what puts me into a category, but also seeing that it helps me identify... Mm-hmm. Um, myself and, and, and that's that's, that's a level why, of comfort yeah you know that's why those things are there is for us to be able to place people in like things we understand I mean yeah. as much as we break out of gender and orientation and all these categories that we have right and are expanding we still are really curious as to be like why are they gay or how do they identify or what do they say you know and I think <clears throat> we've gotten better about like what do you want to be called and what do mm. you feel comfortable mm. Um, being addressed as, right? But I still think we are doing that because we still need the category of some sorts, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's um, about referencing yeah. and what we're yeah. used to and referencing yeah. what we're used to, to to take on the new right. what yeah. we're faced with. It's funny because I, I wonder if and within the gay male community there's more, like, the... Because I was like, well, like, you know, the way I can understand it, I can understand even without this comparison, like, butch, femme, like, being a, you know, power, like, um... <clears throat> an aggressive fam, that sort of, you know, all the different ways, like sporty dyke, you know, all those, like, labels and descriptors. And I think a lot of it for within, I sometimes do see it more as a descriptor, but it may or may not dictate and or allow for, allow for space for how to express your gender, how to, like, but, and, but within gay male world, it's an, a space and a place where, like, there's an affirmation. If you are somebody who, st- who steps outside the gender norm or sexual orientation norm or majority norm, then you have a community where you still receive affirmation, love, affection, and a place to feel attractive. Yeah. Where, like, you have a niche, right? Like, I, that's, yeah. I mean, that's so, like... And I can see how, like, it's, yeah. it can be life-saving in some ways, too, mm-hmm. um, and community-giving. But I also love the you said that it, it's not necessarily about fitting into that. You know, it's mm-hmm. not about coming up with that idea and then finding out how to fit it, how to fit into it. Mm-hmm. It's much more about, you know, realizing that these um, 
attributes or whatever you want to call them, these ways of identifying yourself, um, how it does kind of make it easier. Uh, Just, you know, we, we are back to drinking wine while <laughs> podcasting. Is that, did that ever stop? I didn't know that was a thing did. that stopped. We haven't done it. We've been, we've we've been, been doing it Oh, I'm sorry. Right no, we're yes, drinking. Right. There's some wine happening. Yeah. That's, yeah, okay. that's okay. That's okay. I, so I earned this. <laughs> <laughs> you earned it. I am currently opening a bottle, but that does not yeah. distract from no, no, Of no. course not. But, but I just wanted to say, I thought yeah. that was really important that you said, you know, yes. dictate. That's a very important word. Mm-hmm. You know, these things don't dictate what I am. However... They do make me feel comfortable that it's identified and that, you know, I'm not mm-hmm. alone in, in yeah. you know, it's a hard thing when you're growing up gay and you don't have a lot of things to look at, right? No. So. Yeah. yeah. It, you, you just kind of see mm-hmm. what people are attracted to. You can't mm-hmm. see, but I'm doing air quotes. So yeah. it's a lot of, you know, the standard of having six pack abs and, mm-hmm. um, for a long time, very, very long time, I, I just thought that's what everybody wanted, you know? And it's like, well, I'm not necessarily attracted to that, so does that mean that, again, there's something wrong with me? Yeah. Or that I um, I don't have six-pack six abs, <laughs> so does that mean that someone's not going to find me attractive, right. you know? Um, I'll say this about Grinder. I don't have a lot of pros for Grinder, but <laughs> one thing was... It, it did, it, for all the torsos on there that you're going to see, you're also going to see some bearded guys and some other types out there, too, that, mm-hmm. you know, really make it seem yeah. that, you know, there's a there's a shoe for every foot. I like that. You know? I, I really, really like that. And, um, sorry, but I, then I, and I, because I keep bringing it back to this idea of, like, the intersection of the messages, right, around masculinity, um, but also race stuff, you know, like, mm. how, what, how, like, because every person gets a different kind of nuanced experience and messaging around what's... Are they ideal? Why are you not ideal? How do you make yourself ideal, right? Mm. Um, we always talk thinking about... Um, I started joking, actually saying about body hair, right? So for me as a person, I always talk about this, but like, right, as a South Asian woman who hair is a bane of my existence. But when I got into the feminist queer world, which saved my life around interrupting my body, uh, eating disorder, mm. that sort of thing, that really helped with that. And also, then I also found attention from people. And I always wanted attention from white women. I got that from my queer white circles. Mm-hmm. Um, but body hair was something, a place where somebody, one time I remember scoffing, being like, oh, she's little shaves. And I was like, I'm sorry, for you and your floofy, really nice, thin, not right. super hairy wingspan of armpit, you cannot shave, and like there's some social capital that you get, and you're still queer and radical. Well, for me, it is the source of like them being made fun of, the ugliness. It's still the stuff that like mm-hmm. does not even in queer worlds. I just don't think it's like doesn't offer me the same social capital, radical politicalness. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm like, there's these you know this this intersection of this. Yeah. Um, but thinking about body image and shit like that. So twinks, right? So mm-hmm. twink is also an identity right within the male uh, gay male world. And often it's like a very slim, itty bitty yeah. thin guy, like right? A, almost like a like a man child, like a child. Yeah. Um, I used to call them my arch nemesis. I don't <laughs> have that kind of affinity towards them anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh no, you have your thing, and you're going to attract what you want to attract, and I'm going to, you know, play on my own ball field over here, and it's going to, yeah. you know, be a totally different ball game. Yeah. I'm going to make sure I keep batting balls at your head. That's right. <laughs> I for, no, heads up. I am all for those tiny, skinny yeah. little Dennis the. 
menaces out there like having Kendall's. all kinds of sex. Yeah, They're good like for the them. They're like the Barbie equivalent, right? But like, the, I can't imagine the pressure to up, maintain and upkeep that. Me neither. The youthness. I don't and, envy that. And yeah, that's something that I don't envy. But that comes from, you know, knowing that, you know, um, it's funny, Grinder says uh, tribes. That's <clears> something <throat> that they call the labels and stuff huh. like that. Oh, really? They identify it as tribes. Interesting. That it seems, is. It's, uh, it's tricky. <laughs> I think it's a little tricky. tricky. Uh, <laughs> problematic. I think that's a great word for it because so it seems it, problematic. Because yeah. under tribe, how can you have something at, like discreet? That's a tribe. You know, like the, it, it creates these things. Anyway, you know, grind is its own yeah. animal. But it's, it's also <laughs> just a very like, I don't know. It's such a yeah. It's, it's an interesting term to use. Like what? Groups, Facebook groups. Label. No, no worry there. Yeah. Label's fine. Tribes? Tribes? Well, are you Sue or are you just Twink? <laughs> what are you saying? What What are you trying to get Especially at? Especially when yeah. Twinks are always like the white ones too. I mean, they're always like this like East Hampton, I don't know, like, I don't know, like, I don't know, like very well Connecticut type to me. I'm like, mm, Yeah, I, I think <laughs> Twink can really be identified as someone smooth younger so that means pretty hairless yeah um, I knew like a couple of Filipino guys who identify as twinks mm, yeah that's true actually they're already traditionally small yes I mean, um, yeah. like dolphins that uh, Ali Wong from Baby Cobra did you say oh, dolphin yeah. dolphin like is that a term that I don't know about she a talks separate about tribe? Asian men yeah, yeah. dolphin like and hairless I love that yeah. I think that's gorgeous <laughs> and that should be its own tribe why not that's an animal thing I went out with a dolphin the other day, and he was just, you know, I thought I was getting a bear, but it was a dolphin. Um, (laughs) But I think what you were getting at before was, like, what are your, like, your words that I'm reading? Salient issues. Like, Mm. like what what were you asking when you wrote that? Like, Yeah, what are, like, the most pressing step for you, standing intersections of, like, where you are in your life, your age, your race, like, what is the stuff that you're battling with or, like, that shows up day to day? Because thankfully, like, we've all grown, you know, we're, like, we shed some of those more toxic stuff as we get older, and that's just with experience and affirmation. Always, you know, how we get our self care, yeah. but the, yeah, it's always hopefully. somewhere deep in the recesses. Some, yeah. But yeah. we, I think deal. it's it's I think it's something you, Alyssa touched on it. It's day to day. It's hour yeah. to hour. Yeah. I don't. It's not something that goes away. No, it's it's always it there, and it's just it's your new friend. How do you live with yeah. it? That's it. It's just how yeah. do you make friends with it, and how do you not give it too much power, mm. but at the same time listen because maybe it is talking about something, yeah, real, but. <clears throat> But overall, I think, because I was very overweight. I was mm-hmm. I was 40 pounds heavier than I was. I think I topped the scales at like 220 in college. Um, and it wasn't until I started losing weight after college. I lost a little bit of weight. And that gave me a little boost of confidence. And that's when I was like, okay, I'm going to start dating. And I started doing that kind of thing. Then I kind of plateaued. And I stopped working out so much and gained some of the weight back. Not all of it, but gained some of it back. That's kind of where I'm at now is kind of this in-between thing. I'm not as heavy as I was, Mm -hmm. so I really can't give myself a lot of shit for, like, you know, um, regressing and Mm -hmm. and falling back to old habits. However, I don't feel very celebratory about where I am right now either. Mm -hmm. About, you know. And I think that that's... It's just where I'm at, you know? I don't... I don't feel super healthy. I'll say that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would like to feel healthier. Um... Mm -hmm. Whether that means that I'll be a little, 
skinnier, maybe, maybe. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, that's not my end goal. Isn't to be super skinny. That's not what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. I'm very realistic in, in how I want to feel. Yeah. And it is about how I feel. That's yeah. what I identified with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the struggle. Yeah. For me, a big part of it is actually I don't need. To, I'm think more realistic now about thinness and size. But if I can, if I work out, mm-hmm. or if I even get two or three workouts a week. I actually I don't I don't actually restrict anything that I eat now, but I will definitely not rest. I but I kick myself in the ass or like I hate it every single time. Like I don't relish my eating. Yeah. Um. But then if I can actually get two or three workouts in, I won't restrict and I will not restrict with ease. I'm and like I don't yeah. give my I don't I don't ingest all this little toxic poison. I'm the yeah. same exact way, yeah. and I pick this more <laughs> wine. I that's not poison. That's mama's medicine. <laughs> that's my dinner. But yeah, I've identified the same thing. If I can, uh, two to three days of working out, whatever that is, or just stretching, I feel a difference. Mm -hmm. My problem is I'm a lazy bottom. That's another label I have for myself, lazy bottom. So pillow princesses in our world. Oh, that's great. I love that. (laughs) PP. I remember the first time I heard that. I was actually like post like topping somebody in bed and then be like, sorry, I'm such a pillow princess. And I was like... Well, yeah. <laughs> like, I was pretty new to the the scene, and I'd only been in, like, a long-distance relationship, and then I, like, went into, like, this very queer world with this one particular partner, and once I had a term for it, I was like, mm. okay, yeah, mm. do something. Do something. <laughs> I am Make a, an effort. No, yeah. I'm a lazy Give bottom. A I... You're not. My parents are going to listen to this, but, oh, you right. know, it's just... No, but you're not. You, you, you've... Oh, I think I'm a lazy bottom. Are we talking about sex or life? Oh, oh! I think it applies to both. I, okay. My thing is, I've identified that it takes two to three days of working out to give myself a little mm. bit of, yeah. you know, get that monkey off my back of body dysmorphia. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I still won't do it. I yeah, still won't freaking make the time. And um, I feel like I'm hitting rock bottom soon. I feel like that other shoe is going to drop and I'm going to be like, all right, we're doing three days. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe summer will be the kickoff. I don't know what it is. There always has to be... I'm such a cancer that way. I always have to feel it, you mm-hmm. know, until I feel it. I feel like working out, then I'm going to yeah, do it. Right. But yeah, I can't keep too rigid. I can't just be like, these are my workout days. There was an Onion article I saw today that said, um, uh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> you're already okay. laughing. No, I'm just thinking about the, like the one about the kid. Um, I don't know. This oh. one about a kid. Go okay. On. <laughs> um, That's something like um, severe <laughs> alcoholic. Uh, Intentions to change his life has nothing to do with quitting alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I get that. Yeah. yeah. I was like yeah. on the nose because there's so much of like, you know, I know what the issues are. I know like oh, yeah. if I drank less, if I didn't mm-hmm. eat so much cheese, which by the way, we have wine and cheese in front of us. We love it. But there are certain elements of like life that I also really enjoy. I really enjoy drinking wine with friends mm-hmm. and all that. So then the working out comes in and then I kind of hate that I mean until I get yeah. in a groove but then I fall out of a groove really easy and it's yeah. it's fucking hard you it's know? maintaining but literal you, balance it's for main- me too it's mm-hmm. how I feel I, it's it's not just like oh I you know I'm not the same weight I was at 25 yeah, I can't fit that sweater yeah. yeah but do I feel really good in the sweater still yeah good yeah, that's, yeah. as long as I feel that's okay. the important part but the feel thing is yeah it can be hour to yeah. hour it can hard. it just changes yeah. and yeah I don't I don't have the answer for that I think it's just do you feel, um, for me, I, I, and this could be a huge stereotype, but I feel like um, there is a certain amount of um, like superfici- superficiality, mm-hmm. is that a word? That's a word. Yeah. Um, uh, in the gay male community. Of course. Um, 
Do you? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, thank you so much for answering that question. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that just goes back to, like I said, when you first turn on Grinder, you're still seeing abs. You're still right. seeing that image of the perfectly mm-hmm. crafted man. Right. And a lot of that comes from... You know, this was interesting that I, you know, you pull on, like, the Chelsea gay man Mm -hmm. that is very much working out. And that's kind of a product of AIDS because no one wanted to look sick. So, like, in the 80s and HIV hit, people are making up for that by working out and getting these bodies that are just, you know, crafted. We have very healthy looking. We have very healthy bodies. Um, So, once you understand that that's kind of a byproduct of that, too... um, you don't have to hold yourself to that standard. I, I'm not going to be that Greek god. And that's not necessarily what I'm working for because that's not what I'm attracted to either. Right. right. So my uncle once said, he, he, he was very funny. I love that he said this. But it was like you are attracted to, I think he said something to the effect of, I'm, I, gay men are always looking for another version of themselves hmm. when dating. And I thought that was very interesting. And I didn't really get it when I was younger. I was like, high school when he first said that and I was like oh that's interesting he's a gay man Mm -hmm. so I thought that was interesting but I do see that you know you do kind of seek out attributes that you definitely align yourself with and you know Mm -hmm. I don't want necessarily a gym bunny because that's not my lifestyle anyone like I'm not interested in doing that sir (laughs) it's different interests it's different interests and you're going to be attracted to people that have similar interests and and so it's a learning thing totally at 32 I'm still yeah. Trying to get this all under my belt. Mm-hmm. And even if I'm able to talk about it, it doesn't necessarily mean that I still understand it mm-hmm. completely. So it's like you said, I'm going to keep saying it day to day, hour to hour. <laughs> You're having these conversations yeah. with yourself of just trying to rein that in. And yeah, yeah, you just got to like feel it out for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder how much of it is that, that superficiality is like, like male and male, like sexism, right? And gender based, like just like, like the role of sexism and, and masculinity and, like, men policing each other around their... Ma- like, so think of it as, or as women, you know, catcalling, the stuff that hetero women get, the male gaze, all that. Right. But when the male gaze is being put at... At another male. At another male, just, like, just the impact of that. Yeah. Uh, and also, because, right, there's that, and then there's, like, the level of, like, competition, and, like, mm. also the... Like, regardless of your sexual orientation, gender... Exp- like, how maybe your gender expression... Gender is expressed, but if you've been trained with particular forms of masculinity and maleness... There's a level of like just kind of like fucking like, like just that that the two of them I'm punching my knuckles together. It's <laughs> like that like that coming head to head and there's that this this thing that gets instilled. It's like can be so toxic. Right. And the replication in the community is like woof. Like does I don't care if people feminize gay men. They're still men, and you're yeah. trained to live and do certain roles. Um, I just like think about what that can like just that feels burdensome. Like woof woof. Yeah. I'll be honest, I haven't felt too much of a burden to really be burly and join a football Mm. team. I mean, I was lucky. My parents knew I was gay at a young age, so they knew to back off. They knew my brother was going to lean more towards sports, so and push that. I mean, they still made me, God love you parents, but you still made me do soccer and stuff like that where I didn't feel necessarily comfortable. But, you know, I still tried new things. I mean, that's with all adoration in my heart. I would pay money <laughs> to see high school Dan. Not high soccer. school, like oh, seventh okay. grade. I'll give you still, an image. I'll give you an still. image. Playing basketball, CYO. 
So, you know, we're, we're in a good group. That's the Catholic and group? That is. Thank yeah, you, Mazina. Yeah, awesome. I just, I just talked about playing on a Catholic school league last yes. week. Yeah. And the big thing at the time was wearing biker shorts. So I really wanted to wear biker oh, yes. shorts under my umbros. Yeah, I wore those mm-hmm. too. Yep. Um, well, under your umbros is how you're supposed to wear them. I didn't get that memo. I just wore them. <laughs> I just, my mom wanted me to have them because I said I really wanted them. She gave them to me, and I wore them out on that court. Oh, yeah, you did. No the field. shorts. The field soccer. <laughs> Oh no, this was basketball. Oh, okay. I did multiple sports with Zena. I was, like, was multi athletic. No, on soccer, I was just, I, I knew I was in a field because I was singing the sound of music and picking flowers. I knew where I was. No, on the court, on the court, I was wearing, you know, my J Lo shorts. Like I think I was, you only could have been gay or playing basketball in your straight up speedos unless you were also playing basketball in rollerblades. <laughs> <laughs> or if I had just started to do like a Lakers dance in the middle of the floor, oh, sure. just like a, a guy like, was. Like, Paula Abdul choreographed this. this. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I am the halftime show. Yeah. <laughs> I play and I perform. Okay, that's what I do. You're welcome. <laughs> what were Jersey were you? Way in New Jersey? Where is this? Oh, Melville, way south. So like between Atlantic City and Philly. Oh. Down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. South Jersey. Where a gay can be a gay. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. And no one ever was like, I'm like nervous for you. Like now, I'm nervous for you. No, growing up in a Catholic school was good. It yeah. was good for good for the soul, I think, and made me who I am. Definitely makes you stronger. You can attest to that too. Yeah, being in the Catholic. I guess. Faith. I mean, I wouldn't say stronger. Um, oh really? Oh, I hearing you're going to hell every day, and then having to go back to that classroom and still be like, "What's up, guys? I'm here to get a B." Like you know, like. <laughs> I think that it builds something in you. Absolutely. I feel like I didn't really, and we've talked about this on the podcast before, but because I grew up highly Catholic, but I didn't really come out until my mid-20s, mm-hmm. I, I just ignored the entire sexualness of myself. And I, I knew nice. I was, like, <laughs> masturbating, and I knew, like, I really liked my best friend a lot and was buying her presents. I mean, I, all those things didn't add up to me for some reason, and I just mm-hmm. kept doing them without any idea. Mm-hmm. Um of what was actually going on. So I didn't, yeah, I, I, it didn't build my character in that way because I just ignored that part of my yeah. character, which also is Catholic. Which is also very <laughs> Catholic. Oh. Bury it down and Bury don't. Bury it, swallow. Here's it's, more red wine. It's gone. Yeah. And it's gone. Yeah. yeah there you go. Yeah. Um, but Catholicism, I mean, I, I don't, I really also don't feel like it, it shamed me in that way either because mm. I wasn't attached to the shame part either. Really? Good for you. I bought into the shame. Hook, line, sinker. I mean, I feel like if people know me and are listening, are like, okay. <laughs> yeah, right. I was going to say, I, yeah. But maybe because maybe of the, I'm 37 and I'm like now, like, fine. Mm-hmm. You know, Adjusted, that, yeah. Yeah, maybe, I, maybe I'm forgetting 25-year-old Alyssa who was mm. totally shamed. But... Yeah, I just called myself a liar. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure 25 year old Lisa would be like, "Fuck you, fuck you." I was sad and hurting. <laughs> now let's get here. What's wrong with you? You were just drunk. You don't remember body image. <laughs> body Bo- image. Images. <laughs> <sighs> this is brought to you by body dresses by J Lo. No, no. I thought that's what we were. Body dresses. I love a good body Dad, dress. Take that off. We need to bring the body dresses no, back. Let's be direct radio. What yeah. other? Uh, Body dress, like where else would the dress go? It's a body dress, so form fitting to the body, right? Oh, they were like arm dresses. <laughs> My <laughs> other friend Sam fought me on this too, and I was like, no, body dress, it's a thing, right? Like the body con, like the like the, the slinky stuff. The yeah, like it's, a body it, it's con. form fitting, yeah, it's and it's gonna cut off or... like before the knee. I have a pair, and I feel like it. I dress like that. Body I bought it from American Apparel way back you when. You have to do body rolls when you're wearing. Yeah. I'm doing body rolls. You can't yeah. see it. I'm but picturing I'm... like uh, pretty a... woman. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah, yeah. from. 
Yeah, okay. with a body, man. It's like a body con. Like, see, so I, I think that's our it? image is yeah. Julia Roberts in that dress yeah. for our podcast. I, I love that. Image. That's fine. Great. That's but I perfect. bought one from American Apparel way back when, and it reminds me of Sarah Jessica Parker from mm-hmm. the movie, um, oh, the, uh, the divorce Vegas, thing. Uh, no, honeymoon in Vegas. No, even before, like the movie that's about. Diane Keaton, all the divorcees. Oh, uh, First Wives Club. First Wives Club, but she, oh, Sarah right. Jessica Parker is the second wife. She is. Where they wearing a body covered, dress. They covered You Know Know Me, yeah. uh-huh. which is um, Leslie Gordon, mm. Leslie Gore, sorry. Yeah, Leslie Gore. Uh, gay. We, oh, she, we played her. Oh, we did. Yeah, yeah, she was gay. I didn't know that. Yeah, she was a lesbian. She was one of our earworms. Um, but I remember getting one of those and I put it on and I was, I was definitely probably 10 pounds lighter, mm. but I remember it being so sling, so tight. I was like, I can see my fucking mom's pubis in this. It was like two. <laughs> it's just one dress and it comes up to the. One dress up to here and slinking. I now wear it as a I top. Love it. Because What's the matter, Morty? Couldn't you afford to get her a whole dress? <laughs> oh, I love that. So good. Oh, it's so good. So <laughs> good. <laughs> no. So good. Um, I was pulling up, um, some stuff from my, in the news, but. Yeah, I love stats. the news. <laughs> Uh, so we said 20 million women and um, 10 million men suffer from clinically significant eating disorder. Mm. Um, about 50, 15% of um, bisexual and gay men um, is like reported to have uh, disordered eating, whether it's binge eating, overeating. Yeah. Um, I'm a binger. I'll go binger for that. that. Like My thing is I love eating alone. That's oh. something I'm really into. If people are around and they're like sharing food and stuff, and they're like, "Anyone to me?" I'm like, "Yeah, all right, I'll take that." Mm-hmm. But like, if I'm all like home in my apartment smoking a doob, I will be a monster. <laughs> well, also that, but I we'll like that. It. I know that too. I mean, my I smoking is it. a separate suitcase. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I think that. That keeps you in a place. Follow up podcast. Follow up podcast. One of my favorite analogies or metaphors: unpacking things. I, I do. That. I love unpacking things. Also, <laughs> well, can tell you that probably. Yeah. Well, it's a separate let's suitcase. Let's unpack that. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a suitcase. It's a whole mm-hmm. one. Um, well, smoking helps me feel content and helps me feel like I'm okay at where I am. I am. I am. I'm a person because right. I feel like, oh, I'm all right. I'm managing. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, I think that's a pitfall of smoking, but I also think neither here nor there. I mean, more and more we're <laughs> learning like marijuana has huge medical benefits, not just for like cancer and glaucoma and all anxiety. these things, but just like anxiety, um, like, I know many people who just smoke it. If they are not smoking, they are monsters. I mean, they, they are so fast-paced and their brain goes nonstop. Yeah. And I think marijuana just makes them fall back a little bit and kind of just operate at what I perceive from my pace, like a normal pace. A I mean, normal I'm like, pace. chill out. Yeah. You know, like, oh, okay, now you're fine. Okay. I self-medicate for that. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I'll be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a safe space, right? Yeah. I self-medicate a little bit to... I do. ...for anxiety. Sure. To calm down a little sure. bit. And I mean, it it's helps. been proven to work. Yeah. It works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys have any last thoughts on body image before we get to the, in the news piece? <clears throat> I feel good. I feel like we talked about... I love you like this. Thank you for being vulnerable with us. Thank you. Was I vulnerable? Do you yeah. feel like I was vulnerable? I mean, I wanted a little bit more, but... Well, we'll ask a question. No, I'm, I'm a bare soul. The, the one thing I did want to say <laughs> I'm a cub soul. I'm a bare soul. Cub soul. Oh. I'm a cub soul. Get the it. one thing I, I, I saw, yeah, that's so why I was like, oh. Good one. Um, the one thing, I, I think, the one thing I think about actually a fair amount is the, when somebody loses a significant amount of weight, I don't know if you dated, or like what you're dating, st- like stuff-wise and your self-esteem, all this, st- I mean, clearly stuff is very oh different. Oh my God. Like, and then you lost weight. It's like a second puberty. I felt like Nev Campbell in The Craft. Oh my God, you know, take my scars. Take my, take my scars, and then she comes in the class you're the like next day. you like a body con dress. And everyone's like, what? And she's like, sorry, my pedicure ran late. That's how I felt. I felt like I was given a new, a new body, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was like, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do get a burst of confidence. I was dabbling a little bit more with promiscuity. Thanks, mom and dad. And like, yeah. I, you know, you're starting to date more. You are more people are finding you attractive. Maybe, maybe. Yes, or are. is it yes. that you're finding yourself more attractive no, it's, and putting it's, yourself it's out all, there? I think it's all of the above. Could all be related. I think it's related. connected. I think yeah. it's all mm-hmm. connected. There you go. There's a lot of stuff around that, like um, people who actually, who might have like um, gastric bypass or surgery right. who's never dated because of stereotypes about bias around not loving yourself and so you don't actually even let yourself to date. And when they lose weight, it is a second puberty and promiscuity yeah. is part of it, but also figuring out how to date because you never yeah. had that in your year, younger yeah. years. I was so hinged on being desperate because yeah. I never knew if this person that I was talking to was going to be the last guy that I was talking yeah. to, you know? Like, and clutching on me. And like, clutching on to it. So that's not dating. No. You're not having healthy conversations. I was running every date like it was an interview, like I was Barbara Walters, and that's turning people off. Mm-hmm. So, but once you, like you said, lose the weight, reevaluate. You sent you from Chicago. You sent you mm-hmm. from Chicago. Tell me about that. Tell me about that. And would you take a lazy bottom to Chicago? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I was dating more, and that was definitely a huge part. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. So, yes, it did change things that way. And what I think that's done for me now has made me not so desperate. Yeah. So I do, um, I see dating differently and I, I attack it differently. Yeah. Yeah. There's a less of an attack. Yeah. You know, it's more, let's see how things go. We don't have to learn everything about each other on the first date mm-hmm. because if this person doesn't dig me, there's going to be someone else that does. Yeah. I didn't have that mentality before. So that was something that definitely changed. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. A, I was very curious about that because I had yeah. a friend that like lost a lot of weight and had, I think, gastric <laughs> or something. Or I forget, it was years ago, and she, it was like hanging out with, the, she was like in her late 20s, and she was dating my friend, mm. and it was like hanging out with a teenager. Mm-hmm. She was emotionally so immature because she'd been so kind of like, also was like growing out of the stuntedness because of the way fucking fat phobia works in our country and right. like our world. Yeah. No, it was like rough. Oh, I, yeah. Oh, I yeah. said it over and over again. I just kept quoting the craft. I spent a huge chunk of my life being a monster, and now that I'm not, I'm having a little fun. Sorry if that doesn't fit in with you. Yeah, like I was. Yeah, <laughs> that's how you feel. You do feel like you the have this will new. Never do if, if you can, no. if you haven't like earned Wazina's respect enough, <laughs> quoting the craft like several times a during kid, a sitting. A kid the other day was like, "You look like a girl from a movie." I was like, "Oh, like Ruby Rose." So they always say, "But now blonde hair." And all that. So, and she's like, "No, something else." Like. Witches, so I was like, Hocus Pocus? <laughs> yes. And I was like, no, they're in high school. It's like the crap. I was like, Kayla, you just made me so happy. I came running in and I think yeah. Nicole, I'm like, I just was told I look like Frozen Bulk. Top five movies. Crap, <laughs> <Yeah>, absolutely. <laughs> Love it. Anyway, um, I just want you all to know that Puppy is dreaming. Oh. And make you a little... Oh, we're podcasting the baby to sleep. I know. He's like, this is boring. Pupcasting, if you will. Pupcasting. Oh, I like that. <laughs> little Um... What was your in the news piece? So this is something that came out all day today. The girls are asking, Miss Wazina, did you watch this thing today? It's called The Strange Thing About the Johnsons. Hmm. It is a short film drama, and the girls like, there's a lot of, there's like rape happening in this. And I was like, and they're like, giggling. I was like, this is never funny, but they're like, it's like a short film. It's 39 minutes or something long. I'll read the thing. And so me and the student that I sent you, I don't care about your white feelings, like I sent that meme to her. She and I looked it up and read some things together. Mm. But it's a film that focuses on this family, the Johnson family. The husband is a successful poet, wife, and they have a son named Isaiah who basically is raping the father. It's like sexually, he's raping their fa- the, his father. God. And the, and I don't I don't really want to watch it. Um, I don't either. But I mean, I've got... 
You but just it's send it to me. I'm just curious. <laughs> but it's supposed. It's, but it's, it's a black family, right? So the right. girls are like very much. It's like a very like well crafted. Like the movie's supposed to be this short film, very well made. And I think the guy won maybe went to New School. Ari Esther, or Esther, I don't know what his name is. The director at the moment, but is a white man. So it's like people are like very like just like. So this conversation is going to be coming up with your students, my students, nonstop right. about like mm. what's happening in the movie, so what is it about? It. You have to watch it. Yeah. I don't really want to watch it yet, but I will. But there's scenes about these mas- there's like mas- there's lots of highly sexualized scenes in it. Wow. Um, but so the the mother seems to know the girls keep saying, and she keeps like while sounds or things are happening, she keeps raising the volume. Oh my god. And ignoring it. There's and so there's like some people say it's satire, some people say it's like this exposition, but I'm just like very very. Curious and and supposed to be well acted and well done. That's the other thing. Like so, it's like not like a, I don't know, like a B, like but, snuffy kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. And there's so something to it. something to it. And so I was like reading. She never reading this. Um, it's on Vimeo, and it's, you can get it for, it's like a YouTube Vimeo thing. Yeah. that's what they've been watching it on, and they've been and like stuck to their phones more than usual. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah. So it's a thing. Things you have to like mentally prepare for. Yeah. I don't. Oh, I'm going to look up Urban Dictionary about this too. So, I mean, I think that. Um, I shied away from talking about sexual Undying violence a lot. Undying for his father. Undying what? Undying love. Like maybe suppose it's a commentary on like how men, particularly in black men, are not allowed to show love and affection. And so this right. like this twisted version. I don't know. I mean, I I don't want to comment on it until I see it. I yeah. guess, but I I think sexual violence and um, particularly with men, um, it's shied away from. It's not spoken about. Um, it, there's uh, apparently one in six men who admit to experiencing mm-hmm. sexual yeah. violence, mm. um, yeah. which we know that number is way higher just because of gender roles and stereotypes and men not mm. being able to admit when they've actually been violated or not wanting to. Yeah. Um, so I'm, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, it's hard working in an all girls school wanting to really like bring in male uh, stuff, but it's important to acknowledge it. Absolutely. You know? Where, especially when there's so much more happening to women. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think it's just, yeah, preemptive and just, you know, yeah. playing. Right. Yeah. You're just teaching them. Um, That's all. But yeah, it's hard to bring in males into a conversation yeah. in a room with all women who are like, but just th- harassment alone. You're like, yeah. I have a million stories to tell you. They <laughs> you do know? seem to prioritize me curious about like male experiences in a different way sometimes. Um, just because they're like, I think oversaturated at a point but I get the what since I've had them in tenth grade now, but like eleventh, twelfth grade, they will like return to themselves. And be like, fuck that shit. I girls like me get like fucked up. You know, like you know, like harassed all the time. Who's right. why? We're not even fixing this. Why am I gonna fix this voice? So I do like when they're eleventh, twelfth grade, they get angry and like I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah, yeah. What about me? Yeah, in a good way. I like. That. Yeah. Um. All right. Do you have an earworm for us, Dan? An earworm. So this is a song related to the theme or topic. You don't have to pick it right now. We can. You can text me later, and we can put it on. But. You know, I think we were in 90s jam. And I, I, we were. So I've got a band and I just kind of. Yeah. You don't have to explain it yet. I've got one. What is it? I think I've got one. What is it? All right. So it's going to be the Cardigans because I feel like that was <laughs> a band that we were really jamming yeah. on. Um, also from the album that Love Fool is from. It's the second single. Been love it. me, love me, say that you love me. I like Iron Man cover instead. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Same album. Yeah. I am Iron Man. No, you're yeah. not. You're Nina Parsons. I love it. Um, <laughs> you went to Parsons? Is that what you said? It was Nina. Oh, Nina Parsons. Yeah. Oh. Um, but yeah, their song, Bin It. Bin It? Bin It. Okay. I love it. It okay. talks about, and I think it fits in because she talks about, you know, I've been your mother, I've been your father, 
baby, I've been your whore. You know, yeah, you could ask me for more. And that, you know, we, we ask a lot of ourselves and body image and stuff. So sure. I like that. I, I think like that, that fits him. I think that fits yeah, him. Been right. it. And uh, I think Pup was really bored with our conversation because as soon as it stopped, they woke up and started wagging their tail. They're like, thank God this is over. Yeah, I'm only five <laughs> months old. I don't know, body image issues and stop projecting your ish. <laughs> Amen. Okay, well, thank you, Dan. Thanks, well, Thank Dan. you. Thanks thank for you. having me. So I think this was awesome. This was please, great. please have me back. Uh, <laughs> please. Until next time. Yeah, I won't be here next week. Right. I'll Maybe I'll do something on my oh, own. Have fun in Cuba. Mm-hmm. Cool. I can sub in. Whatever. I'm just saying if you want to play. Yeah. Yeah. That would be great, do. actually. Maybe Dan will be back next week. Maybe. Who knows? Mm. This place is All crazy. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. 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 B